Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. And welcome to episode 142 of the English with Kirsty podcast. Today we're going to talk about um, something that I've touched on before, but not, not really this particular angle. And it is when you're speaking in front of other people or presenting information or giving a talk or anything that you have to do some kind of public speaking, whether that is to people in the room or um, outside of the room, like something like a podcast or a um a webinar, something like that, whatever you're doing, we've talked about how to prepare for this. We've talked about how to get ready for questions, all kinds of things. But like one really basic thing is when people just feel really nervous about speaking in front of other people. And this is a completely normal thing. It's not necessarily a language thing either. I'm going to come on to that in a second. Um, but you know, it's something that is a problem for people. And I wanted to talk about some tips. There are so many tips on the internet about this, but I wanted to start off with some basic tips that can help everyone, um, whether you're speaking your native language or not, and then look at some more specific tips for people who are speaking in front of other people in a language that isn't their native language. Because I think some of the tips that are, um, that you see in articles about this are really good tips for whatever language you're using but then some are a bit more specific when it comes to working in another language and I know this because I'm somebody that doesn't really mind speaking in front of people it's never been something that has bothered me particularly um, there are other things that really do stress me out but that, that isn't one of them until I have to do it in another language um, and so I know that for me there is that that distinction so if I have to speak in front of a load of people in English I can do that it doesn't doesn't really stress me out and I'm quite lucky in that way I remember in like school and sometimes at work when I didn't work for myself um, I was sometimes volunteered to be the, the group speaker because I just didn't mind doing it but if I have to do that in German and I had to present some information in German earlier this week um, I can do it it's not that I don't think I can do it but the stress level for me was a lot higher then um, than if I had to do it in English and yeah obviously that's that's normal um, but for some people they would they find it difficult to present in their own language and then even more so when it's another language um, occasionally I've, I've heard one person say that they found it easier in another language and that's really cool for them as well so there's no right or wrong answer here everybody I think it's just good to be honest but if you're going to try and, and make it a bit easier then it's good to know yourself and you know what what is it that's making you nervous here is it the act of speaking in front of people anyway is it the fact that you have to do it in another language is it a bit of both is it neither because maybe you don't you don't get stressed out and you find it perfectly easy to do it in either your native language or another language and in that case then you're really lucky and you probably don't need to listen to the rest of this episode but um for anybody who does, then I've put together some tips. So there's seven general tips and then seven tips for specifically when you're presenting in a language that isn't your native language. Um, so hopefully there'll be a tip or two here that will help you and that, that you haven't already seen before somewhere else. So um, before you before you think about this, then think about, you know, is, is there anything that makes you nervous and is it the fact that it's it's speaking 
in front of people because you can find tips, you can find tips to make it easier. But if you really don't love this thing, it's maybe never going to be something that you're going to love. I'm not going to promise that after the tips, you're going to suddenly think it's great and it's really easy because part of it has to do with your natural personality as well. And there are some things that I know, however good I get at them, however I, however much I improve, I'm still not going to enjoy the activity or the task. And I think that's okay. You know, as English teachers, we should be honest about that, especially when you're working with adults, because, you know, adults have that, that already their own experience in, in what they enjoy. Um, and some of it is preference rather than just how easily you can do something. So I'm not saying that when you've finished this, you're going to absolutely love speaking in front of people because, you know, you might not. And that's OK. But the point here is just to make it a bit easier. So general tips. I've, I've got seven. I could go on all day about this, but I wanted to, to keep it to a sensible number. So you've got seven general tips and seven tips for when you're using another language. So the first general tip is, we started off talking about this, but work out what it is that, that's concerning you or that makes you feel nervous. Because um, sometimes it can be like, um, you're worried about making mistakes. So if it's that kind of problem, you can think, well, okay, that, that may happen. But, you know, if you prepare well, then you know your stuff well, that's a bit less likely to happen. Or if you're worried about what people will think, then kind of think about who's there. And most of the time, unless you're presenting something with some really bad news, like, I don't know, people are going to lose their jobs, then yeah, they will be a hostile audience. But most of the time, people aren't hostile. They're there because they want to listen to what you have to say or because you're seen as somebody who knows about this thing. So most of the time, people aren't going to be there to give you a hard time. That doesn't mean there aren't occasional unhelpful people in an audience who would try to do that but generally you know people aren't waiting for you to make a mistake so they can laugh at you or look stupid and I know it's particularly difficult for um, when all the attention is on you if you're somebody that doesn't like all the attention to be on you then that is an uncomfortable feeling because the whole point of speaking in front of people is that everybody is looking at you, listening to you, and that can feel a bit daunting and uncomfortable if you'd rather not be the centre of attention like that. So, I mean, in those those kind of situations, it generally suggests that people think about the topic rather than all the people or just focus on one person that they imagine that you're telling this one person, not like a big room full of people, but somebody that's just genuinely interested and you're, you're giving them some information. Um, rather than thinking all these people are looking at me, it's scary. Because most people um, are not looking for you to fail. You know, most people wish you well. So it's, it's, it's difficult if you're somebody that doesn't want to be the centre of attention. But it's it's got an end. You know, it's there is an end to this. It's a 10 minute presentation or whatever it is. It's not going to last forever. And I think sometimes it helps just to think that, OK, 10 minutes time. Like if you think 10 minutes is something you're really enjoying doing or something you love, then 10 minutes will fly by. So it's just 10 minutes, 10 minutes of your life and then it's gone or however long it is. But, you know, think of the end and think that it's it's not just this big daunting task, but it's it's going to be over in 10 minutes. Um, and also before that, um, you know, don't. Don't try not to think about it too much. You can prepare. Of course, you should prepare, but don't um, 
don't spend so much time thinking about it if your mind starts thinking about oh how many people are going to be there and what they're going to say and you know just try and distract yourself with something useful for preparing like running through what you're going to say or what questions you might be asked trying to keep the preparing side of it to something that will actually serve you and be useful um, the second thing is don't try not to look down at your notes all the time um, and try not to read like you're reading a script because you won't be able to look around you won't be able to um you won't be able to project your voice well enough i keep saying this but you can tell if somebody is looking down or looking away and it, it doesn't help your voice to travel and it doesn't make you sound interested so yeah of course have notes but try not to look at them all the time try not to hide behind them because the other thing people do if they're not looking down they're looking they put their notes up in front of them like a, a big protective barrier to keep away all the people that are watching and listening um don't do that either because again that will block out your voice and it's like you're hiding behind it and you don't want to be seen to be hiding so try not to hide there are other things you can hide behind i hide behind my hair sometimes when i because it's really long and it's just nice to just get behind there and then hide behind it but again that's gonna you can't see your face properly if somebody's doing that and you also can't project your voice properly so try not to do that and also try not to think of it like a script because when you're reading a script your voice can become really monotonous because you're just reading the words in front of you on the page and it doesn't sound very interesting it's very hard to make a script sound interesting unless you you know you i have seen people pull it off to be fair um and what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for everyone here so you have to find what works for you um for, for me i find it a lot easier to work with uh, bullet points and just short notes and then to speak from them that's what I'm doing now I have a, a list of the 14 points that I want to talk about but they are just a couple of words on each line for each one so I'm not reading this I'm just talking and that's how I work and I generally find that works quite well but I know not everybody will feel comfortable doing that especially if it's not in their native language so yeah have notes write a bit more if, if that helps you but try not to let it sound as if you're just reading your notes because that can make people disengage and that's not a good thing so number three take some time to calm yourself because sometimes the worst bit is the bit just before you start speaking you know you're going to have to do it you're walking around feeling nervous so try and do something proactive so that you you know go and talk to some people that are going to be listening to you or find somebody that you know is going to be receptive to what you're saying or have a walk because having a walk around can can be good for calming your nerves rather than just standing or sitting feeling nervous you know go for a walk or make sure that you have something to drink um like some water so that you can that you don't get a dry throat and then find it difficult to speak then so just think about what you're going to do and who you're going to be with because i remember somebody was going to give a speech to talk about something and they um, somebody said something really unhelpful to them just before they did it and that was kind of annoying because they were going to do a really good job but this unhelpful person knocked their confidence a bit and that's you can't always prevent that but um, surround yourself by positive people who who want you to succeed and who are going to say good things and not things that will make you feel even worse than you already do because who wants that who needs that okay so the next point is I always say this but make sure you know your topic and prepare so if you there are very few people that can just go and give a brilliant speech or a brilliant talk without any preparation or thinking what they're going to say i know some people can do it but it's 
most people need a bit of time to think to make sure they cover all the things that they want to say um, to make sure they have any information to hand in case people ask questions to think about how they're going to present it so it's not just rambling along but there's some structure to what you're saying and, and the best way to do that is to prepare in advance so don't leave it to the last minute don't think oh it'll be all right because it might not be and if you're standing in front of a load of people and finding out it's not all right then there's nothing you can do about it so it's best to invest a bit of time in the preparation because then you'll know that you're giving uh, the best that you can and and that will also take away the nerves as well because if somebody just said oh you know talk about this for half an hour and I had no preparation I might be able to do it but it's it's hard because you have to think about what you're going to say and then how you're going to phrase it and then do it at the same time whereas you can take away some of that work if you do the preparation beforehand and if this is really something that you find difficult then don't start with loads of people don't start giving your first public talk to a group of I don't know a, a big group at a conference start small do something in front of your team or even in front of some friends or get your family to listen to you start really small and then build up because sometimes people say oh being thrown in the deep end is a good thing but sometimes it really isn't and it's good to practice in smaller situations where it really doesn't matter so much to give you a bit of confidence and then you can build up from there. Um, and another thing is you're not an actor rehearsing lines. You're not somebody that has to learn the whole thing off by heart because if you can do that, then wow, that's that's impressive. And I do know somebody that pulled that off recently and that I was impressed. I thought this is never going to work. You're never going to learn the whole thing off by heart and they did pretty much so I was surprised by that and it did work but most people um, will struggle to do that so don't feel that you know when people say oh don't look at your notes the people go to the other extreme and think I have to memorize this entire talk and know it word perfect and be able to deliver it like that the only problem with that is a it takes a lot of time to do that and certainly if you've rehearsed something a number of times you can remember bits of it and sentences and the important parts but the problem with that is a it takes ages to learn like even actors they can get help by what other people are saying you know if there's several people in a scene but if you're delivering a monologue you have to remember the entire thing and as I said some people can do that but if you can't it can really throw you when you when you miss a line and then then you wonder what you were saying and, it, and it's a real problem so you're fine as long as you're going along happily saying all the things that you've remembered but as soon as you come off that track then you start thinking oh what did I say well I missed a bit what came next and that can really throw you your confidence so I would advise people not to do that unless it's something you love doing and you have like a photographic memory and you know some people can pull it off but I wouldn't advise everyone to do that as a technique and the final general tip is, yeah, try to get somebody in your that you can see in your field of vision that that is going to smile, is going to support you, and try and focus on them if you're feeling a bit nervous. You know, don't just stare at them the whole time, but know that you've got somebody there who who wants you to do well, who wants you to succeed, and try and think, okay, I'm just talking to that person. You know, take in the whole of the room as well. Don't just focus entirely on them, but just think about, okay, I'm just telling them about this. 
And that's okay because they're interested, they want to know, and rather than thinking, okay, I'm telling 400 people about this and I don't know any of them. And sometimes it can help to just have a chat to a few people beforehand as well if you don't know them. If you do know them, try and get somebody who you know and who will help you and who will encourage you to sit somewhere you can see them. Okay, so now I have seven tips about um, giving presentations when it's not your native language. And so these are these are tips that I've found helpful because, as I said, I, I don't mind presenting in English, but if I have to present in German or give an interview in German or something like that, then I do get really nervous. And I know that some people feel like that all the time. Um, and yeah, that's that's difficult. But these tips make it a bit easier, I found. So number one is to take your time. And this is definitely something you should do anyway. If you're feeling nervous, you can you can want to hurry through it so that you get through it and can stop having to speak in front of everybody. It's, it's a natural reaction, but it does make it very difficult for people to understand what you're saying if you rush through it. Particularly if you're somebody who naturally speaks quite quickly, as, as I do. I have to try not to do that for the podcast or when I'm training or when I'm giving information. Then I have to think about that. But, you know, if you're somebody who naturally speaks faster, try not to do that. Partly because it's good for your delivery so that people can understand what you're saying. But also, you know, people will disengage if you're going so fast that they can't follow what you're saying. Then they'll stop listening to you and that's not what you want. And I think certainly if it's something I've done in the past when... I didn't want people to hear the mistakes in my German, so I went so fast that people didn't understand any of it in, in practice. But the idea was, oh, if I'm not sure about this adjective ending, I'll just fudge it so you don't actually hear what I said. But occasionally that works. But if you're doing that all the time, then people won't want to listen to you because they're not sure what you're saying and they can't follow you. And so they'll start looking around, talking to someone else, looking at their phone, and that's not what you want. So take your time. You know how much time you have. And you can fill that time without feeling that you have to dash through it like like you, you just want it to be done with and over. The second thing is something that people don't enjoy and I still don't enjoy it. I mean, I, I do my own editing for the podcast and I sometimes I have to listen to myself speaking and I don't mind that so much. But if I hear myself speaking German on some of the um resources that I make for the complete beginners or people who need help with pronunciation then and there's German on there I still cringe and I don't know why it's I think it's because I know it's not my native language and I, I worry about how it sounds but it's really important for you to get used to hearing yourself speaking generally but especially in another language get used to hearing yourself speaking that language and that could be talking to yourself like not in a place where loads of people can see you but I know um, somewhere where you're at home and you're on your own um, you practice speaking you can start by reading something aloud so you don't have to think about what the words are and what words you're going to use but it's also good to do it when you're just just speaking spontaneously because sometimes we're not used to hearing ourselves speak another language and that can be really distracting then if you have to do it that that can add to the reasons why you feel nervous so you could record it, um, you could just practice speaking, but get used to hearing yourself speaking both languages. We hear ourselves speaking our native language all the time, and we don't really hear ourselves speaking another language as much, unless we have to, like at work or something. Um, 
but yeah for some people it's it just helps them to listen to themselves speaking the other language because then you get used to it you may not ever like it but you get more used to it and then it won't feel so bad when you're speaking in front of everybody um when you're planning how you're going to prepare and how you're going to practice i would say give yourself a bit more time if it's not your native language when i'm doing something in german i, I do give myself more time because um because i need it i think it's, it's easier just to just to wing it in your own language sometimes think oh it'll be all right but when it's not your native language then you do need a bit more time to maybe think about um the vocabulary vocabulary that you need think about how you're going to make certain points um and practice it maybe you need a little bit more practice time whatever it is but don't use the same i can usually guess how long something's going to take me um if it's in german then i just had a bit more time to prepare because if you don't need it then great you've got some free time if you do then you don't find that you've run out of time before you finished preparing so just just build that in And similarly, if there are words that you find difficult to pronounce, then you have two options. You can keep practicing them until you can say it, um, or you can find another way to say the thing that avoids that word. That doesn't always work. If it's something really key to what you're talking about, you can't do that. But if it's something that you know that there's another way of saying it, or you can find different words, then do that, because then it'll make you feel more comfortable and less likely that you're going to trip up over your words. Okay, I know we've talked about scripts before and how reading from them can be a problem, but I would really advise you to, to try not to do that. If it's a, you're another language, it's really tempting to say, oh, I know this is right. There are no mistakes in this. I've had it checked by a native speaker. Everything is great, which may be true. And I, I find it harder not to read from a script if it's in German too. But again, the things that I said about looking at your notes, if you're going to do it, then try and make it not so obvious that you're doing it but the best way is really to try not to do it because it it will make you feel a bit safer because you think oh it's okay I know this is right but it can also be distracting for the audience if they just know that you're reading from a script and I would say don't just wait until you have to give a presentation or speak in front of people try and find other reasons to talk about these subjects maybe with colleagues maybe um, just practicing your own maybe find other people to talk to but it's fine until somebody asks you a question you know you can prepare really well for what you want to say and then if there's a question and answer session or if somebody doesn't understand something you do have to be able to respond spontaneously in the other language so it's good to do something where you will get some practice in doing that before the big day comes or before the time when you really have to do it for real. And something that I learned the hard way <laughs> from the last point is um, if you're going to give a presentation in another language and I did this in Turkish, but do not write your notes in your native language and then try to speak from them in another language. It doesn't work. It's really hard because not only are you thinking about what you want to say, you're also translating in your head at the same time. So I always say to people, if you're going to do a presentation in English, then make your notes in English as well, because this whole idea of having to translate really quickly from the notes that you have to what you want to say in the other language, it's harder than actually taking the time to make some notes in the other language. And that's 
an unusual skill. You, you, it's not something you do normally because taking notes is something that's just to you do in your own language. So you, you get some ideas down, some points to remember. And taking notes in another language isn't really a skill that we practice very much, not in the education system and not really at work. Because if, if you're at work, you might just take notes in your own language because you think you can get more down that way. But if you're actually using those notes to speak from, it makes more sense to have them in the language that you're going to be using. Otherwise, you're just putting more pressure on yourself when it actually comes to using them. And as I said, I learned this the hard way. I <laughs> did it once. I never want to do it again. OK, so I hope that's helpful. I hope that's given you some things to think about. If you want to share your experiences, whether that's other tips or experiences of presenting in English or in another language or, or in your native language, if you've got other things that you want to share, then you can do so in the comments on the show notes page, which is englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 142. And you can also contact me there if there's anything you want to mention or any suggestions that you have for future episodes. And if you do need any help with preparing for a presentation or having someone check through your slides or having someone listen to a presentation that you have to do, then you can also contact me for that. I'll leave the links for that too. So that is a paid service, but it means that you can feel more confident about any kind of presentation or talk that you have to give. So it doesn't necessarily have to be English lessons in the way we normally think about them. I do have people coming to me specifically when they need to do something for work and, and we just work on that. And that's that's the thing that they need help with. So that's what we do. So if that's something that interests you, then I will add some links about that on the show notes page. So I hope that was helpful. Hope you got some tips there. Have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes. 